to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. our guest for today. She is a longtime friend of mine and it's just been amazing seeing her just expand and grow. There are not many people that can do that by beside you on the journey, but welcome to Minding My Business where you're here to learn how to elevate your business, your mindset, and overall your life. So welcome to today's episode where I'm going to have invite my friend on right now. We can add you right here. No requests. Um, go ahead and add a request. Boom. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so everybody, this is Ashley. She's changing her name, so I have to adjust to it. Gafoglio. Did I say that right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I love it. All right, so for those of you that do not know Ashley, you need to go get to know her. She is a serial entrepreneur. Some people aren't even crushing one entrepreneurial thing. She's a serial entrepreneur, broker with Decor Reality Group, CEO with the Bikini Block, which is a sister-owned bikini company, president of the Bikini Beach Cleanup, partners of Space Unknown. These are a lot. You got going on, girlfriend. I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> no, you're doing amazing things in the world. I'm really, really proud of you. I do have to tell you that it's been really amazing getting to see you start some of your companies. Um, I've known you since like when you first started the bikini, um, what's it, the bikini block. I love your bikinis. I still wear them to this day. I and, see. Um, huh? I see you. I see you. I try to post a lot of bikini pictures because that's not my target audience. No, but, but I see you wearing them, dancing, hanging out by the beach, rollerblading. <laughs> They're the perfect, functional, comfortable. They are. Bikini. Yeah, they are 100%. And so this, I guess, gets into my question. I'm curious. I'm always curious to know, like, what you've got a lot of things that you are in and you're really committed to them. That's one thing to like dabble, but you are committed and people, you know, they don't understand the behind the scenes. They don't understand the journey. And so that's what this whole uh, podcast live is about is really getting to introduce you to celebrate you to people and for people to really just feel like they're not alone during the journey. But what got you inspired into like starting some of these companies or all these companies, if you kind of want to start one by one or just go into sure. all of that. So real estate was something that I decided to do right when I got out of high school. Um, I feel differently um, than I did. I feel differently now than I did then about going to college. for so I wanted a career and I wanted to use my people skills to sell something that could make me money so that's how I got into real estate and it's become a career that I really enjoy now um, and not just something that oh, I'm just doing to do so I'm very grateful for making that decision. 
to get my real estate license. And now I'm a broker and I have four agents that work with me and um, I'm, I'm working on great big things, big projects. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, I got into the bikini block because I love bikinis. I mean, living in South Florida, I'm always in one. And I was struggling to find quality bikinis. And so I ended up stumbling across this amazing Brazilian bikini. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need this bikini in every color as much as possible. And so I ended up buying like 20 bikinis because one, they were coming from Brazil. So shipping was kind of expensive and it took a while for me to get them. So at that time I was doing a lot of traveling and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a bikini for like every month. And then I'm going to get bikinis for my friends and I'm going to give them away for birthdays. And I'm just going to like stack up on bikinis. And so I stacked up on bikinis and the owners of the bikini company actually like contacted me directly. And they were like, Hey, did you just order 20 bikinis? And I was like, that's me. And she's like, are you sure you want all these bikinis? I'm like, yeah, definitely send them over. So when she got me my bikinis and I was wearing them, um, all of the, all of my friends were like, Oh, I want bikinis too. Can you get me some? And so it went from bikinis for the block to the bikini block. And that's where the name came up. That's how the business came up. And I was like, okay, I could do this. And then it was also an opportunity to work with my sisters because I am consumed daily, mainly with real estate. Um, so having their support um, to, you know, collaborate with me on this venture was something that I really wanted to do with them. So mm -hmm. we're doing that now and that's going well. You've been doing it for a while though. I mean, it's been, how long have you owned that company for? Uh, four years in March. It was four years in March. Congratulations. Thank you. And now I've been a broker for six years. So that's going well as well. Yeah, I heard that's definitely not easy. It's not for the faint hearted. Uh, yeah. Deals fall through all the time. Um, people don't really have loyalty. Uh, people lack integrity you know, that are in the business that are investing. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot that can go wrong. Your deal is probably going to die three times before it closes. If it closes, you can be working for months, for years with a client and nothing ever comes from it. And there's nothing you can do about it. So it's very tough. I have a, I've got agents now and I have some agents that are new to the business and who I'm, you know, um, giving them the leads and working on them with leads and, you know, they have deals falling apart now. Well, I'm going to get into like a question for that, but I want to, cause you've got, I want to cover two more cause you're doing something really amazing for community. There's like so many questions that, and if I look down, it's cause I'm taking notes and like, no. cover things later. But, um, when you, so you've been running the bikini block for four years, you've been a broker for six, but when you started the bikini block, you also geniusly, and this is something I've always admired about you. I've always told you one of the things that I really admire about you is you have a, a special skill set with bringing people together and building community. And that's, is that where, like, where did the bikini beach cleanup come from? Because you're doing also a lot for free for the community as well, for our local community. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for um, recognizing that and being proud of me. I appreciate it. Wow. Um, the Bikini Beach cleanup has blown up. I, w I never would have expected 
it would become as big as it's become. Um, as a Virgo, as somebody who just really values the earth and um, giving back, I did it with a friend who I saw was doing it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to get involved. And so, you know, it just started like a beach cleanup with her. And I was like, I need to, I need to bring all my friends. We need to get out here in our bikinis and we need to clean up all the beaches because you don't realize until you bring attention to something that there's a, a serious problem, you know? So my first beach cleanup with my girlfriend, Kier, Eco Bikini Girl, um, you know, she, we're picking up trash and I mean, we filled up like two buckets within a half hour of trash and I just couldn't believe it because I never noticed how bad it was. And then I started to watch documentaries and I started just Googling and following pages and I'm seeing, you know, seals with fish line wrapped around their necks and dolphins dying from, you know, rings of death being stuck around their spout. Um, turtles choking on bags because they think it's jellyfish. So I just felt like I needed to take action and I needed to use my popularity and platform for a good cause. And so it started, you know, and, and also everything I do with real estate, with the bikinis and now the beach cleanup, I really am passionate about empowering women. And so it was great that I was able to use the platform to not only help the environment, but also empower women. And so now I got all these girls wearing bikinis, cleaning up the beach, even if you don't come in a bikini, because now it's kind of past that. Um, you just come as you are. But now the bikini beach cleanups that I'm doing, I'm able to gather sponsorships and I'm able to give away cash prizes. For example, Kindness Day last year, I'm doing another one this year. Last year I gave away four grand for girls in high school that participated and documented acts of kindness. And they're doing it again this year. And this year I'm giving away 12 grand. Wow. I'm giving away 12 grand to over 140 participants, all in high school, all female, who do and document an act of kindness. I'm collaborating with other nonprofits with after school programs, you know, sports, um, things like that. And what inspired that? So, my gosh, there's so much going on. <laughs> so my, my dad actually had an idea years ago that we kind of started on and we never, we, we, we started something and we got great footage, but like the, the speaker wasn't working or the footage like wasn't that great. So um, it was called God is Everywhere. And what we did was we actually set up a camera at a grocery store in a lower, you know, income community um, around Christmas time. And we had the, the manager in on it and she was working on the cash register. And what we were doing is we were buying people's groceries. And instead of like sitting there, you know, wanting a reward, we just like very like quickly did it. Um, gave, you know, the money to the cash register. Like instead of her giving us a change, she just kept the change and we would pay for their groceries. And then we, um, we would just say, God is everywhere. Like, remember God is everywhere. And we would walk away and we recorded their, their reactions. And we had, you know, a woman cry. We had like a lot of people who were just like, wait, what just happened? We had somebody else who like was going to put some stuff back because she couldn't afford everything she wanted to get. And we like made sure that we got it for her and we just like paid for it and left and gave her the sticker. So acts of kindness has definitely been something that um, I've been passionate about. And I, and I've always kind of like been like, Hey, we should really, we should really continue to do this. We should really pick this up and get back into it. We have such good footage. Let's get like subtitles or something so we could see 
the see the what they said because you know it was always just like poor quality video so we never promoted it um but so when i found out i was looking for like a day to do a, a beach cleanup and like a holiday and national kindness day came up and i was like okay let's there's some ideas flowing the now the time is now and uh, i have one of the biggest supporters um, and collaborators for my beach cleanups recently has been Kindness Matters 365 mm -hmm. and my good friend, Laura Reese, who started the organization. Um, so she, you know, she always does something for Kindness Day. And I was just like, I want to show not just kindness to the environment and the community. I want to, I want other people to show kindness. So I, came up with the idea and um and then it just the rest is history you know just a bunch of programs once you incentivize with cash prizes um it it brings a lot of participation because for high school students uh you know five hundred dollars is is a big deal and all you had to do is be kind and show kindness write a paragraph on what you did take a picture and um, I just was really excited about the whole event. And now I'm even more excited about this event because it's going to be bigger. We got American Medical Response, AMR, that last year uh, gave away uh, certificates, uh, CPR certifications, which is now a requirement in high school. So all high school students need that to graduate. So it's open to the public, but, you know, mainly the girls go first. They can get... Oh, hi, Taylor. <laughs> I was like, oh, we got a friend. <laughs> He's the best. Um, so they can get certified. They can get CPR certified on the beach. They can qualify for community service hours from the event. Um, and they can get, you know, cash for doing something beneficial. And just it, it, it people, once people are incentivized, they don't really need to be incentivized because it brings them so much joy to yeah. do active kindness. Everybody really enjoyed doing it. Nobody was like, Oh, I have to do it. They were like, Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. I did this for this person. I did this for this person. And the reaction was, you know, she cried and she couldn't thank me enough and it felt really good. And once I did it, my friends started doing it. So, uh, just really, really grateful to be a leader in the community in such a positive way yeah. it's how it started was good intentions but how it's going is just showing that my good intentions were you know rewarded mm -hmm. and you have one more too you teach you're a teacher at space unknown you've got a partnership over there as well so you've got like a bunch of things going on I'm very grateful that with that, my partners do an exceptional job um, of running the business because I sincerely don't have the time. I do give 100% to my classes. I do promote the studio. I do support the teachers when I can. But I have to give most of the credit, the marketing, the accounting, also the teaching to the, to the students and teachers that my partners, Twee and Naya, have taught and have found. And the classes that they teach, it just, it really is a special studio. I have friends that go there and they're like, there has not been a single class that I didn't enjoy there has not been a single teacher that I didn't connect with. Everybody was, is so great. Your class is so high energy. It's so much fun. I'll definitely come back. I'll definitely bring my friend. So it's everything has been working out. Thank God. <laughs> and, I, and this is where now I want to kind of like move into this question where you started talking about, you know, we talked about I mean, sometimes people don't even need to explain it. You can tell by their action. You can tell by, like, what they're doing, but your level of commitment. 
And when you're in, you're really in, you know, like when you're building something based on passion and not profit, hoping that maybe one day it will be profitable. It it's, can take a lot out of you. And so um, you met, you know, you started kind of going down that path, but I was like, wait, not yet. I want to like transition it over. So what would you, what would you say? Like when you were feeling moments of like discouragement or questioning one of the businesses or all of the businesses in your process of building them, what were some things that really helped you stay committed in moments of like doubt and discouragement? questioning yourself that's a that's a tough question because I feel like there's so much that can really go into that and I have to say that for me failure has never been an option um, so that's that's probably the main thing that keeps me going when other people might quit or give up. I'm committed to being successful, period. Failure is not an option. I don't allow myself to, I mean, there have definitely been times where I feel sorry for myself or something bad happened to me or something traumatic happened to me or I made a mistake or I realized I could have done something better and I could have made more money or I could have just, the result would have been better if I only did this differently. But um, I'm, I'm committed to myself. I don't worry about what anybody else is doing. I don't worry about what anybody else has done to me. Um, I care for other people, but I am focused on myself and I realize that, um, I, that, you know, everybody is kind of out for themselves and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but mm -hmm. if everybody else is out for themselves then I need to also be looking out for myself. So once I stopped trying to people please and, um, you know, make everybody else happy and was so worried about other people and just started focusing on myself, I feel like that's when I really was able to fully commit to my growth, um, not just spiritually and financially, but like mentally. And I feel like mentally when your mind is in the right place and you're focused, that that's when you can really grow. Mm. Were there any moments, I know you said failure, um, and for those of you who don't know, Ashley is an athlete. Like you're an athlete. And I think once an athlete, always an athlete mentally. I had this talk yesterday on a podcast and it transitions into every area of life. And so um, do you find that your athletic background has a big part in your work ethic? Absolutely. Um, also, I would say, uh, no, definitely, because my, my upbringing was also very focused on athleticism. So as much as I was just thinking about, oh, how I was brought up, like, I was brought up like sports, like, you're yeah. doing something after school, you don't have an option. Um, and I, I loved it. I wasn't forced to do anything that I really didn't want to do. But I was definitely forced to find something that I loved to do. So um, with that, I cultivated a love for myself. I cultivated a love for having something to do at all times, physically and mentally now is the love that I'm really cultivating for myself because, you know, being physically fit is great and having something to do physically is great, but as I get older, I realize how important it is to also be mentally fit. Mm. So um, I learned a lot from sports, like not giving up, you know, a little injury. Yeah, you need to rest, but at the same time, like you keep pushing 
which I don't know if that's the right thing to do or not, but that was the mentality of gymnasts um, and cheerleaders, you know, throw some tape on it and keep going and, you know, ice it when you get home and do everything you can, but like the show has to go on. Um, so I think that has definitely contributed to my mentality and commitment um, in life and in business. Yeah. What do you, what do you currently, like, do you have any solid, like, non-negotiable tools that help you operate at, like, your peak when just everything is going wrong, you know, and you have to put on a face and you have to still perform, like, speaking about, like, the show must go on because you're absolutely right. Like, that's how life is. That's how business is. People, you know, you realize when it comes to business, it's our job to execute and people really don't care about you. They want to know that you can do the job, you know, that you can perform and they say they care, but at the end of the day, if you don't deliver, they're going to be looking for somebody else. Uh, there are so many times where I wish, I mean, there have been a lot, there's been a lot that has happened to me recently and in my life where I would have liked more time to grieve. I would have liked more time to feel sorry for myself and, um, you know, and, and have people feel bad for me. But um, that's not how, that's not how life is. And that's not how I am as much as sometimes, you know, there's moments of weakness where I cry and I want to give up and I don't want to get out of bed. Um, but for me now, what's helping me get through that um, with the, the show must go on mentality is that I have responsibilities. I have agents that look up to me. I have um, cats that need to be fed that are, you know, my, they're my babies. Um, I have my sisters who, you know, are, are part of the business and I, I'm the oldest sister and I feel like being the oldest has been one of the greatest lessons life has taught me because when you're the oldest, you feel like you have this responsibility to take care of your siblings. And I feel like I am, I have to lead by example. So um, no matter what, people are out for themselves. I'm focused on myself too. I'm not going to ever be caught again, because I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but I'm not going to ever be caught sad for too long over something that somebody did to me. Um, I'm not going to ruin something good that I have going on for myself because something didn't go my way. Um, I just like, I'm really focused on tenacity and fortitude and using everything that I've been through to cultivate wisdom from experience and self-love and acceptance and forgiveness and awareness and all of those factors and characteristics have brought me to a place where I really am operating with honor and integrity and with those things I feel closest to myself I feel closest to God I feel closest to the universe or whatever you believe in. Um, I feel like those are just very like godly characteristics and with those characteristics and operating with those moral values that everything will work itself out. Amen. What are some of your like, um, what are some of your daily like non-negotiables would you say that like your your like your habits because people always ask these questions they always want to know like and and I love these raw authentic conversations because people only see like what we let them see people only see like the outer glam 
but they don't see the work behind the work. They don't see the days where, you know, you're having to heal from trauma or you're having to, and you still have to push through. But I've, I've realized that there are certain things that do need to be put in place in order for us to get out of bed in the morning to, you know, um, manage through the anxiety, manage through the depression, um, you know, on good days and on, on bad days. I know exercise is something that's really important to you. Um, besides the exercise, like what are some of like your, your morning and night routines that you know are very impactful that if you don't show up for them, they will affect you in a negative way? A hundred percent. I mean, and I, I, I have to say that recently I've, I was really so consistent with going to the gym every morning and waking up at a certain time. And ever since like something recently traumatic happened to me, I've kind of been all over the place with my sleep. And I feel like that is a non-negotiable that I have been working on getting back to because um, if I'm not, if I'm not in, in bed by 10, Lilo, please. Sorry. I was, I was, I was, is good. Yeah, it's good. Thank you so much. I'll sell you. Thank you. Okay, sorry. Um, if I don't go to sleep by 10, then I'm not waking up at 5, 5.30. And if I'm not waking up at 5, 5.30, then I feel like my whole day is thrown off because I like to wake up early. I like to go to the gym early. I want to meditate every day. I want to read a little bit. I want to spend time off my cell phone every day. I want to spend time with my cats and dog every morning. I want to go for like a little walk with them. And if I, if I don't get to bed and I don't get my eight hours of sleep, then all of it turns to caca. So that is my non-negotiable. I need, I need eight hours of sleep. I'm not trying to stay up late. I try to not start scrolling on Instagram in the mornings. You know, I try to, stay off of my phone, go to the gym, play with my babies. If I can read some pages from a book um, so that I'm just disconnected from that because I feel like it's a, it's a cauldron of poor time management. Um, for me, I recognize that I can aimlessly scroll Sometimes. Hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play the tools, the systems, the strategies everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. I think for a lot of people, even yesterday, so I started setting my alarm, my alarm went off and then I was like, okay guys. And I did a post yesterday and then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I wonder if people responded to the post. And then by the time I know it, 40 minutes goes by. And I was like, I just told everybody I was going to bed and shutting down. <laughs> and I'm like, what just happened here? And especially when you're like right before bed, I feel like I'm very empathetic. So if I see something that like depresses me, like animal cruelty or whatever, like I will carry that with me even when I log off and I'm just like sitting there and thinking like, how could somebody do this? Oh my gosh, this poor whale has been in captivity for 30 years and like, she's going to die in there. Like how, how is not a celebrity like saying something or doing something about this? And then it will really like, yeah, it will keep my mind going for some if I'm not doing anything to like distract myself, I find myself right before sleep when I'm trying to go to bed, just like processing all of the things that bothered me that day. Mm. So if I don't get to bed early and I don't log off like early and I don't 
get my mind right before bed so I can have like a peaceful sleep, then it throws off my days. So that is a non-negotiable that I've actually been working on that I have not mastered yet, but I'm working on it. I love how you threw the yet in there. It's very powerful. Yeah, it would be great if I mastered that, but realistically, I'm not perfect and I've got a lot going on and nobody's life is perfect and everybody's got trauma to heal from and everybody's got drama from family or friends or whatever that, you know, I don't know if I want to use the word I feel responsible to deal with, but you know, all feelings are valid and I have to validate that nothing's perfect and uh, I'm still learning to be the best version of myself and I'm still taking every day and I'm grateful for every day, but every day, you know, I, I have to push, I have to stay committed. I have to find the motivation. I have to prioritize what's most important and I have to let go of what's not a priority and not let it affect me. I love how you said that too, because you know, everything in life is seasonal, you know, even, even our happy moments are seasonal, you know, our happy moments are seasonal, our sad moments are seasonal, our peak performance moments are seasonal. And, um, the, the work of joy and happiness, it's work. Like the work of like being a certain way is work and it's daily work. And so I'm really glad that you're addressing that. And even the self dialogue that you just went into, I think you said it beautifully. And that's really what like, just did like a perfect example. Oh, hello. You just did like a perfect example of um, just a beautiful self-talk. You know, I think a lot of times people talk about affirmations and incantations and like, I am happy. I am joyful. I am peace. And it's like, that shit's so annoying when you're in a, in like a space of like in a, in a force or frustration or, you know, something it's, it's very difficult. I, um, I don't want to say I, I don't believe in it. I just, I do what's best for me. And what's best for me is focusing on always learning something new, always being the student, um, and doing what I know works for me and having a routine because without structure, I'm useless. Everybody is. I had a conversation around 12 o'clock on this exact thing. I feel like 80% of our stuff could be resolved by just having structure and routines. And it's hard to stay consistent. Life happens. Trauma happens. Family drama happens. Uh, injuries happen. Um, sickness happens. So there's so many things that could throw off your routine and you know, it, it happens to me sometimes. Um, I I'm currently trying to get back into a solid structure because every, every day I was waking up every day I was working out every day. I was, um, either going for a run or a walk and I was, thriving. I was doing so good. And then, you know, stuff happens. And then you're just like, you, you lose the motivation. You're like, okay, well, I'm just going to validate that I don't want to today. And I'm going to be gracious and I'm not going to, you know, do that. But then it's just harder the following day because then it's like, oh, well, I did it yesterday. So I'm going to sleep in again today. And I never am happy about it. I always usually wake up at a certain time and get up out of bed. And then if I go back into bed, I know that there's something wrong with me. And then I'll like get up and I'll be like, how you were up. I'll get so mad at myself. It's mm -hmm. like, why did you go back to bed? Like why? But you know, again, just 
just being gracious and realizing that I'm not perfect is um, just, you know, I just reflect that I have a lot of work to do always. There's always something to, to work on. I can always do better. Okay. And um, I think the biggest thing you said too, is it's like nothing, number one, nothing good comes out of us when we don't go to bed on time. <laughs> nothing good comes out the later you stay up. It's like, I say, it's like gremlin hour. Like either people are doing self-destructive things or just nothing good comes out of late night hours. Um, so you might as well just go straight to sleep. <laughs> nothing that happens past midnight that <laughs> A fact. I have a friend who's like, you shouldn't even answer your phone past 8 p.m. Yeah. And you know, I set a rule. I said, I'm not picking up my phone to have intense conversations, even good intense conversations, because it stimulates your mind. Anything stimulating or any type of conversations is not happening after like 7 p.m. Yeah, after 8 p.m., I'm working on not answering my phone. Um, a lot of the times, nobody has anything really important to say, and it's usually just intense, whether it's good or bad. It stimulates my mind, and I go to bed, and I'm like, stop thinking about something just because I'm not talking about it anymore. I'm very empathetic, and I take people's so famous everybody wants a, everybody wants a piece of you that but also i because i can get caught scrolling sometimes i put a limit on instagram so it was reminding me that i'm done with my limit after this i'm logging off and i'm going to be done with instagram for the That's day amazing. it Creating was a health boundaries it's really great because it will shut down and it will be like, you've reached your limit. And so I have to say, okay, give me 15 more minutes. Um, or I have to say, ignore the limit for the day. And then you get to like evaluate and like check yourself. Like, really, what do you have? Why do you need 15 more minutes for this? It's obviously useful um, intentional and intentional, but if I, choose to click that button for 15 more minutes um unless it's something really important it's like okay ashley check yourself why do you need 15 more minutes to like keep scrolling like do something do do better <laughs> yeah no i mean it's true because i uh what i did was i was like oh my gosh you know what? i have to be honest with myself i am addicted to social media like at first it's like okay let me figure this out then it's like it becomes an addiction. So what I did was I moved my app to like a different part of my phone. And by the time it took me like five seconds, like I just needed like that five second window to be like, what am, because then we get in the habit of just like going and hitting your finger hits it. And then it opens. You're like, why did I do that? Cause then it just becomes a habit. A habit. You like open up your phone and you go straight to Instagram. Yeah. So, so I moved it. That's a good idea. It on, I moved it on my phone and I can't find it. It takes me five seconds to find it. And within those five seconds, I, it checks me. Yeah. And it, it's so easy because now it's become such a consumer based tool. You, I, people justify, oh, well, I'm selling something. Oh, well, I'm promoting myself. And it's like, you can do that, but be like intentional and organized about it. Promote what you want to promote, do what you got to do, and then put a limit on your phone because it's impossible to me to just post something and then like log off. Like, I want to see who's commenting. I want to respond to them mm -hmm. um, while I'm waiting for feedback. <laughs> waiting for feedback that's what i did yesterday that's 45 minutes for like two responses and a few feedbacks i'm like really i know i know 
but the whole process I think is like that self-honesty you know that's another trait I really admire about you you're always honest you're always diving deeper into like what's not working what's like going on and you know sometimes we all have different layers and like we have to peel back and face and it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of strength to be able to really do the work. And so I admire that for you. And, and that's why I wanted to have you on because you deserve to be celebrated. And this platform is to celebrate more women, you know, that are doing amazing things. They've created a lane for themselves. They're doing amazing things in the world. And for you to just share the back end of everything for people to really get to know the, the person behind the pictures. Thank you. I'm very proud of you as well. Um, you. you have really this done about me though. <laughs> <laughs> this okay. isn't about me. Okay. Well, one hour. well, uh, thank you for <laughs> celebrating me and thank you for making this about me. Um, it's not easy for me to receive all the time. I definitely, um, am learning to be more of a receiver and not feel like I have to do something for somebody else just because they did something for me. So uh, yeah. I found out, I just found out because I think this will be helpful for, for you and a lot of people watching. It was very helpful for me is for people that are actually overachievers, the trait is people pleasing. And I know for sure I've been working really hard on that setting healthy boundaries. And, um, and a big part of that too is the being able to receive, but also the, the correlation of overachieving and it like being connected, you know, cause we're always trying to achieve more, but we're never feeling like, like satisfied because we have to keep giving. But when you keep giving, it's like you're depleted and empty at the end of the day. Yeah, true. I definitely am not focused right now on relationships um, other than work relationships, which I feel is huge for me um, to be able to really focus on myself and my businesses. It's very difficult for me to entertain personal relationships um, and, and still, and not people please, and not uh, be so selfless um, when I need to be selfish right now. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite quotes, Sarah um, Reed, I believe it's from, and she said, I said this yesterday, but it's uh, self-care is giving the world the best of you versus what's left of you. Oof, mm -hmm. that's good. That hit me too. I mean, I literally put on my Facebook, like it's been there for two years. That's good. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta admit there are some really insightful things that do come from social media that I look at and I'm like, Oh, wow. That the words that I could not find this person found for me <laughs> and put it into perspective and even put it into a pretty meme that I can, yeah. that I can repost now and, and share it. And I, I really do have to say that there are some good things like that that come from social media. And there are people who post uh, valuable information and really help people because words murder thoughts. Not everybody is as articulate as other people and a lot of what people are thinking they can't find the words for. So it's nice to be able to see things like that from other people, uh, you know, inspirational people, inspirational quotes. Um, mm -hmm. And they do bring value to my life. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I love that. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess um... – one thing, because I'm like, oh, all right, I can't believe it's already been 50 minutes. <laughs> all right, let's 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 uh, close off with this. This is always a strong closer. Um, actually, you know what? I want to add this. I'll ask two more questions. Is that okay? Of course.
This is a question I get from a lot of people, especially in this space of like growing and outgrowing the old version of yourself, which is also our friends sometimes. And you, you know, you've always been one of your, one of your strengths that I've noticed about you is your ability to not only build community, but also like when it comes to bringing people together and friendships, but like quality based, like you really do have a beautiful heart. You really do authentically care about people. You really do pour in to people and want to see the best, like authentically see the best for them and to see them win and succeed. And so when it comes to friendships and you know that it's time to pivot out of one because you've outgrown not only that version of yourself, but also that friendship, what is some advice to somebody listening that maybe feels torn between letting go of people they've outgrown, but they know that it's kind of like, you know, that have you ever heard of crabs in the bucket? Where like I know they're trying to get out talking about. And I, yeah. I personally feel this way often, not often, but I, I value every single one of my friendships and all of them are quality friendships. But as, as we grow, generally speaking, objectively speaking, people change and priorities change. And if somebody is a true friend, you're not going to have to spend as much time with them as maybe people are spending with people who they're kind of outgrowing or just growing in different directions. Um, and if they're, if they're truly a friend, you really won't, you don't need to be stressed out because you can go months, years without seeing a true friend. And when you reconnect because it's, you have the time and you have the time, then it will be like, you know, th th there was no time lost at all. You just reconnected and picked up right where you started. But I, I definitely have just the, it, it's not even like an excuse. It's the truth. Like I am doing what I want to do today. That's it. Like I am not sorry about doing what I want to do and only what I want to do. I am very considerate. I am very authentic. I send the occasional thinking about you text, you know, um, and just, I do care um, about people. And if people call me and they need me, I'm there. And that for me is enough. Like, I don't need to, I don't need to go out of my way to do something that I don't want to do. I have no problem saying no anymore where before you know i would say yes when really i mean no and then i would end up like resenting myself and the other person which was just so unnecessary like i don't want to go out tonight i don't want to drink i don't want to um i don't want to hang out with this person mm -hmm. i want to do what i want to do and i want to stay home and i want to read i want to watch netflix i want to go to bed early. So I am just unapologetically selfish. <laughs> I love it. You're like so selfish. And if anybody has a problem with it, then they're just, they're not, they're not my friend because I'm doing what I need to do to, to elevate and being selfish is what I need to do to elevate it, to elevate. I love that. Do what you got to elevate and would you say like that's that's the simplest way of filtering people out yeah yeah if it, because how like fill people that stay in you're you're allowing them to stay in you're saying yes when you mean no you're making time when you don't have the time um so you know you're 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 sharing experiences that you don't want to experience anymore. So if you are just selfish, which is actually really healthy for other people too, because when you're selfish, then when you do get to spend time with somebody, they'll know that 
you really want to be spending time with them right now. And it's not just like, I'm not just feeling like obligation. Yeah, I'm not feeling obligated to spend time with you. I, I want to spend time with you. I have made time to hold space for you in my mind and my heart. And I think that the greatest gift that you can give somebody is your presence. That's why it's called a gift, right? That Pre little turtle present. That's what the little turtle said in Kung Fu Panda. But I think somebody else said that. I think that was really actually quoted by Eleanor, Eleanor Roosevelt. Which, by the way, she's got so many amazing quotes. Love her. Nobody um, gets these women credit. That's why I'm like, I gotta create my own platform. Yeah, no, I'm all, I'm all about it. You know that. Um, mm -hmm. so, so yeah, I just would say to filter people out, be unapologetically selfish. Mm. That's a quotable. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's my authentic answer. <laughs> I have noticed too, though, when people say no, and you know, at first, sometimes like you get a little mad, but then you're like, you earn so much respect. You earn so much respect and emotions are like little waves, big waves, little waves. But I do notice I'm like, when somebody's like, oh, that was like, okay, I can really rely on this person on always being truthful. Yeah. You know? And I, I mean, I'll, you know, the thing is, it's, it's very difficult because when you have so many friends, it's like, it's always somebody's birthday. It's yeah. always, oh my God, I can't like, I would be <laughs> celebrating and drinking every single day if I was celebrating everybody that I know's birthday. You and you wouldn't be able to build all your businesses that you've built. You know, no. time has to go. I love how you said your priorities, you know, and, and your interests. And yeah, that's amazing. I would say like the last question, this has been such an amazing and insightful interview. Um, and thank you for being here. But you can tell people, like people watching that need to hear something that could really impact their day-to-day -day life. And if you could leave people watching the replay or people watching now, like something very powerful that's been impactful for you that they can take with them on a day-to-day -day basis, what would that one thing be that you feel could create like a shift for them? So because we're focused on empowering women, I'm going to say something that has changed my life um, and changed the game for me big time. Um, as a woman, it is not as important as you think to, to look a certain way. Um, focusing on your physical is not what's going to help you find a long lasting relationship, your life partner. It's not what's going to help you get ahead in work. Being smart and using your brain and being intelligent and having peace of mind is what is going to attract all blessings in every form for you. Yes, you want to go to the gym so you can feel good about yourself. And yes, you want to look good on the outside so you can feel good about yourself. But putting yourself out there, wearing things that are, you know, where your, your boobs out or your butts out and you're just very clearly looking for the wrong type of attention is not good. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. You want to, you want to take pride in your appearance, but you also want to be classy. Being classy, not trashy. Um, I, and I, and I, and trust me, like, I'm not trying to be harsh. I, I put myself out there. I worked in nightclubs, so I feel like I'm allowed to say this. Um, figure out what your priorities are and realize that anything of value um, that's long lasting it's not going to be easy, one, and it's not going to be physical, two. 
Yeah. And then it's, I mean, I've seen you grow so much, like even with the way that you carry yourself. And, and I think that has a lot to do with how we respect ourselves, you know, and hundred percent. I had no respect for my, I, I'm very hard on myself, but I would have to say that who I was five years ago would look and who I am today would look at who I was five, 10 years ago and say, you have no respect for yourself. Um, you need to have respect for yourself. You need to stop worrying about what you look like and start worrying about what you sound like and how you feel, what you feel like. Um, because if somebody, if you're, if you're trying so hard to get somebody, you know, a relationship or, and you're just worried about what you look like and you're constantly putting yourself out there and you're constantly posting and, you know, just like seeking validation, it's, 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 it's going to, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to burn yourself out and you need to realize that like, men especially which is who we have to deal with a lot in the business uh, corporate world they are not going to have respect and, and i'm sorry and i know this is so harsh and it's like people don't want to hear this nowadays but like if you don't dress like a classy woman and you're showing and exposing yourself um they're they're not going to respect you Mm -hmm. so yeah. you know everybody wants to be like oh that's I don't even know there's there's a lot of no you do you know a lot and and I've seen the shifts in you I mean we've all gone through different phases I think that's the phases of like exploring and realizing when I do this there's always going to be a consequence do I want that type of consequence no I, I no. mean I I, I took my nose ring out, you know, I loved my nose ring and it's not that I don't think that it's bad and I keep my hole open and every once in a while, you know, maybe I'll put it back in, but, and, and I used to be like, oh, well, I don't want to do business with somebody that has a problem with my nose ring. And that's just such like an immature, you know, like excuse to do what I want to do and like, um, kind of like sabotage myself I felt I feel like so like I have just realized that like there are people that are old-fashioned and it has nothing to do with not having respect for you or being closed-minded it's just if I'm trying to sell million dollar houses and I'm trying to get multiple listings and I'm trying to work with people who are respectable then I need to I need to be at that level. I need to have that same mentality. I need to look like a classy woman who is not seeking attention, who's smart, not just beautiful. I'm really smart too. And I don't need to show my boobs. I don't need to post all these butt pictures. I don't need to, you know, do things like that. I can, I can be successful simply because I am smart and I am driven. Mm, and amazing. Yes, yes. Thank mm. you. It has taken years to cultivate this awareness and love for myself. But with you who started off, because I swear, you started me off with some books that I still tell people of today, um, with routine, with learning how to read labels, um, just every step that Everything that's happened in life has brought me to this place. Yeah. 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 You know, I think the biggest thing is like, you know, we find uh, I, I had like an awareness like last year, earlier in the year when I started speaking and um, it was like finding the, finding the message in the mess, but having compassion and having grace and forgiving like the past version of ourselves. And the good thing is because it brought us to the space we're in today. So, congratulations. Oh. 
Yes. Uh, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud of you. I know it's not about you, but you have done amazing and I see you and I'm honored that you wanted me to come on your show. And I thank you for giving me a platform and asking questions that empower me and the listeners. And, you know, there's, there's, there's some people who will prefer to ask questions that bring drama. And I knew that this would not be like that with you. I knew that you would only highlight me in a positive way, anybody in a positive way. You're classy, you're professional, you're organized, you're influential. And I'm honored to be your friend. I'm honored to be here. And I really, really appreciate your friendship. It's been over a decade, I think. Yes. And look, we haven't even talked in like a year or something like that. Something crazy. And you can, you can call me anytime and say, hey, I want to do this. And I support you. And I know that I could do the same with you. And we don't need to, yeah. we don't need to you know, to, yeah. to filter each other out. We just are both in our own lane. We're both being selfish. And yeah. Um, that's true friendship, and people need to realize that, that true friendship are only going to empower you and elevate you, um, understand that you don't have time all the time to, to just hang out or to spend money. Like, I don't, I don't want to do those things. I want to I do what I want to do, and if you want to hang out with me and do these things, then we can hang out, but if you don't, then it's not a big deal, but just understand that it's not what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think when you understand like your, you know, your inner circle is like focused, they're mission based, they're service based, they're entrepreneurs, they have businesses, like people have lives, people are going through stuff, they're healing, they're, you know, do what they got to do. Like, people are like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm in my own, I'm a monk right now. <laughs> like I've created a I decided. for myself. Yeah, I you have it's to. So true. It's so true. If if I'm constantly going through trauma and drama and feelings of good and bad feelings cuz all feelings are valid, fear includes understanding. Mhm. Well, I love you, sister. Thank you so much you for being on the show, finding my business. I think you inspire a lot of people watching how to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. And you're just so committed. You're driven. And, you know, I pray that God continues to bless you and your life and that, you know, amazing things are going to happen. They're, they're all coming. Thank you. And for you as well, my divine reflection. Love you so much. And um, I will continue to pray for you. And if you need me, please let me know. And um, thank you for also sharing such valuable information, doing such a good job of empowering women and people to become the best versions of themselves. You have been doing that. You have been committed. You have been adamant about that since I met you. And you are doing just that. And you are successful doing that. And I'm proud. Thank you. All right. I love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to TanyaCOliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.